Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. It's time for Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. Thank you for joining me today on Faith to Live By. This is Sue Taylor. For the last two days, I have shared with you the importance of looking to Jesus. What it really means to see Jesus as a real person, not just someone who is a figment of our imagination or some great teacher who lived 2,000 years ago, but a living, wonderful person who sits at the right hand of God, a position which symbolizes the favor of God and who intercedes for us, who loves us, and who is always a breath away when we need his help. We also looked at Zechariah, the father of John the Baptist, who was a priest and had descended from a long line of priests and who had prayed for a child. And yet when the angel Gabriel appeared to announce the birth of a son, John the Baptist, he was shocked and said, how can this be? Since I'm an old man and my wife is well along in years. God desires only that we believe all things are possible with him, and it is he that chooses us to be vessels of his plans and purposes in this life. And all that he really asks of us is that we are willing and submissive to those plans and to those purposes. His desire for us is, yes, Lord, let it be as you say. So today I want to continue this wonderful Christmas story as told in the first two chapters of Luke the Physician, contrasting a godly man and woman, Zechariah and Elizabeth, two people who had walked with God for years, who both had come from a family of priests, and with Mary, a young girl, willing and ready to yield to God's call on her life. So today, we read in Luke chapter 1, beginning with verse 26. In the sixth month, God sent Gabriel, the same angel that he had sent to Zechariah, to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. First, let me give you a little background on what it meant to be engaged to a man in biblical times. It was known as being betrothed and a betrothal was considered a a much more binding and serious contract than engagement is today. In fact, it could be broken only by a legal decree similar to divorce. So to be betrothed was a serious commitment. It was not taken lightly nor easily broken. The angel went to Mary and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Now, what a greeting. She was chosen by God because she was favored by God, coupled with the promise that the Lord is with you. How wonderful to know that we are favored by God and that the Lord is ever with us. And to be highly favored in this instance, as Mary meant, that the Lord was visiting her with a special privilege. We should note two things here. The angel did not worship Mary or pray to her. He simply greeted her. And secondly, he did not say that she was full of grace, but that she was highly favored. The scripture goes on to say that Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary, you have found favor with God. Even though Mary, a very young girl, was troubled at the greeting, the angel Gabriel calmed her fears 
and then told her that God had chosen her to be the mother of the long-awaited Messiah. He said, You will be with child and give birth to a son, and you will give him the name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. Now the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom will never end. And how will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin? And this was a very legitimate question asked of this young girl. It was not one of unbelief as with Zechariah, but she wanted to know how could this be since she had not known or intended to know a man uh, physically, sexually, until she was married. And the angel did not reprove her, but simply explained how this was to happen. The Holy Spirit, he answered, will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you, so that the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God, for nothing is impossible with God. Now, it is important that we see several truths here about this great event, which was to change the course of man forever and alter his eternity. First, we need to see the real humanity of the Messiah. He was born of flesh and blood, so he could touch forever the very core of human nature and understand us completely. Secondly, his name was chosen by God, Jesus, which shows his deity and his mission as Savior to the world. For Jesus means Jehovah is the Savior. He was God in the flesh. Thirdly, his essential greatness. He will be great both as to his person and to his work among the children of God. Fourthly, his identity as the Son of God, and he will be called the Son of the Highest, and also his everlasting and universal kingdom, that he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. And lastly, Mary's acceptance of this great announcement meant that she would have to risk her reputation. Mary's question, how can this be, was one of wonder, but not of doubt. Again, hers was not one of unbelief, but one of help me to understand what this means. It is believed that Mary was only 14 or 15 years of age at this time. So it is acceptable that she would have questions and concern about her reputation. When she asked this question, how can it be, even though the angel did not say so in so many words, the answer was one of virgin birth. It was a miracle of the Holy Spirit. He would come upon her and the power of God would overshadow her. To Mary's question was, with God all things are possible. And in beautiful submission, Mary yielded herself to the Lord for the accomplishment of his wonderful purpose for her life. She simply said, I am the Lord's servant. May it be to me as you have said. And then it says the angel left her. She, in this statement of faith, showed her great trust in a God she had known in her very young years. This should be a great lesson to us who have walked with God for as many years as Zechariah had, with the question burning in our soul, Do I still believe God, though I've had disappointments in waiting for God to answer? Can others say about us what was said of Mary? Blessed is she who has believed that what the Lord has said to her will be accomplished. 
To receive from God the promises of God will mean that we may have to wait on God for years for the answer in which we seek. It may be that we will have to risk our reputation and go against traditional beliefs and trust God with the gossip and the suspicions of man and not seek, uh, you know, we seek to please God rather than please man. It may mean that we don't try and understand God's ways, but we humbly submit to him in obedience and expect him to do what he says he will do in our lives. If we walk in trust and humility, we will see the promise of God and will be able to sing the song of Mary. My soul glorifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. We all have a call and a mission from God. May we believe him. May we look for him to fulfill his purposes and plans through us here on earth, no matter how humble they seem. We are all not called to be Marys or to be Zacharias, but we are called, all called, to believe God, to see him in history and to know that he is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and that he desires to be active in the current events of our lives. This is why Jesus came, beloved, to give us life and to give it more abundantly. Aren't you glad for Christmas Day, the real meaning of Christmas, Christ must, that you and I have a very personal friend and a Savior who we can look to in faith and know that he has said he will never leave us nor forsake us. What a God we have at our disposal at any given moment or hour. And all we have to do is to accept this wonderful gift from the cradle that went all the way to the cross to give us the crown of everlasting life. You've been listening to Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. If you would like to write with your comments or to request a copy of this program for an $8 donation, write Sue Taylor, 10827 Highway 86 East, Neosho, Missouri, 64850. Sue Taylor is a member of the KNEO team and a keynote speaker at several church and women's events throughout the four-state area. To book Sue for your next event, contact Sky High Radio at 417 451-5636.